morning, good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, y'all. And we're going to go ahead and start off in decency and order. And we're going to come out of, we're going to be going ahead and coming out of Luke, y'all. Luke 17 and 3. And it says, so watch yourself. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. God wants you to, to be in decency and order with all things. Not to have any type of friction or anything that is out of order. So instead of doing something that might not be Christian-like, go ahead and step back for a minute. When you guys come to common ground and, and be able to fix the things that's happening, be able to do, because a lot of times when people are in the feelings or they in their wrong or whatever, they're not going to see your point anyway. So sometimes it's good to just take a step back, pray for them so that you know what to say and not it'll be what God has you to say, not what you want to say. And then come back and be able to make amends. But it shouldn't take years. This should be a quick process because time is not promised to nobody. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Continue to be in our life. Heal. Somebody needs healing this morning. Touch them, Lord, and heal them. Somebody needs a financial breakthrough. Somebody needs spiritual maturity. God, somebody just needs some peace. God, we just ask you to bring that in their life, to touch them and agree in, in, in a major way, Lord. Touch them, Lord, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet and anoint them, Lord, with the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, and the, the guidance to know where to go. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for everything that you've protected us from. Continue to put that hedge of protection around us. God bless everybody that's listening today that they'll hear something that could be able to be a seed of change. And if, they, if they're not listening right now, that they, when they listen to the podcast, that it still will touch their soul in the same way. God, touch the person that needs to be reached. Go to the church that's opening doors. Go to the person that's rolling over in bed. Go to that person that might be hearing this later, that they could be able to have a change come in their life that will make so much sense to their purpose and we said it all in jesus precious name amen amen this is pastor jay and like always i got something to say and what i got something to say is that you can find me at anointed jaylon j-a-y-l-o-n not jaylon anointed jaylon i don't know why people add that l-e or l-i i don't know why y'all want to add to my name let's say o a-e-i-o o you know and if people don't, I feel like people don't know how to pronounce my name, so I'm going to just put it on the airway. My name is Jay, and then like the front lawn in your house. Jay Lawn. Breakdown. Uh-oh, two syllables. Let's get it. So, anointed Jay Lawn, you can find. Oh, yeah, and anointed is spelled with one N. I've seen people spell anointed multiple ways. A-N-N-O-O. A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D. J-A-Y-L-O-N. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, or you can find me on Facebook at Pastor J. Lon Calhoun. 
Make sure you get your anointed summer tickets. Next week, next Saturday is the cutoff for tickets unless you want to buy the tickets that's inflated at the door. So make sure you go get your tickets. It's going to be a great show out. A lot of great things happening. Um, a lot of good vendors, good talent. Show it out, y'all. So that's Pastor Jay, y'all. Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020, or you can drop me a line at LadyAJ2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach, and you can find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. Amen. So, I got a That's Not Nice. And my that's not nice is um, coming out of Georgia, y'all. And there is a legislator named Erica uh, Thomas where she was grocery store. She went to the grocery store, Publix, and she's nine months pregnant. So she went into the 15 or 10 items or less aisle because she just wanted to get in and get out right and this dude came to her and said you sorry son of a bee what and go back to where you came from wow not knowing that she's the Atlanta See, I always love to catch 22 when people just don't know who see that's why you gotta watch how you treat somebody because she was the Georgia legislator. Right. Wow. And people got to start realizing, y'all saying all these phrases, first of all, who are you? Right. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand that that new phrase that our president, unfortunately, is, has caused. First it was make America great again. Now it's um, you could leave go back where you came from is rhetoric of what London told us mm. that's the whole reason that Independence Day happened that's the whole reason why America was founded because we were in a place where they said if you don't like how it is leave and we left to have freedom right. in a place called the United States and it's really sad that now it seems like we're going backwards because it's not to America was never made to be a dictatorship. It was never made to That's be right. one person gets freedom and other people don't. Right. It's for us to be able to all live in the land of the free, hmm. home of the brave. Unless that was just a hoax and people don't believe that. But I'm just going to put it, I'm going to be real with you. That It, it kind of bothered me. And she was on, you know, social media crying. Wow. And I don't blame her, cause especially because she probably was nine months pregnant, so she's already emotional. And for somebody to say that, and then say that in front of your child, that's devastating. Mm-hmm. So she went yeah. back to that Publix and she told him one major thing, which we're about to tell him too. That's not nice. I don't care what you're going through. Well, uh, I got another one that's not nice. Uh Uh-oh. 
At, uh, this is at the IRS office. Oh, I know that one. Go yes. ahead. Go ahead. A full uniform black cop. Okay. Full uniform. Right. Security pulls a gun out on them, saying, you're not allowed to have your firearm. <laughs> Points the gun at him, wow. and then they call the police. On the police. On the police. The, the police was called on the police. Yeah, because he was black. What a gun trying to get wow. some information about. His IRS. Yes. Told him to go put his firearm in the car, and when he said, "I'm a active duty officer, I can't," right. pulled the gun on him. Isn't that something? Pulled the gun on a cop. Mm-hmm. The days we live in. And first of all, I just want to go ahead and put the. That is nice. Hey, not nice. Well, you know what's crazy is how you get away with that. Right. Uh, I think you they work, arrested him back. You work, you work, they, they, you work okay. for Securitas, and you pulling the police <laughs> over? Really? That's what we're doing? You top flight security of the world, Craig? That's Not the city, but the world. Right. That That's amazing. I was amazed, first of all. I, I, I definitely commend um, that police officer because as soon as he pulled his gun out, if, if, the, if the story was flipped, Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! There would have been a big shootout oh, in the yeah. IRS. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix, and I want to play Odie but Goody because I've been needing this in my soul, and we're gonna go ahead and play by Reverend Paul Jones. <laughs> Had to read it. Sorry, y'all. Um, I won't complain. See y'all in a minute. I've had some good days I've had some hills to climb I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights but when I when I look around yeah, I think things over All of my good days Outweigh my bad days I, I won't complain Sometimes the clouds hang low. I can hardly see the road. I ask the question, Lord, Lord, why so much pain? But he knows what's best for me. Although my weary eyes, they can't see. So I'll just say, thank you, Lord. I I won't complain. God has 
to me. Have you been good? He's been good to me. More than this whole world, are you could ever be? He's been so good. Turn my midnights in today So I'll just say thank you, Lord I've been lying on, but thank you, Lord I've been talked about, but thank you, Lord I've been misunderstood, but thank you, Lord you might be sick, body rocking with pain, but thank you, Lord. The bills are due, don't know where the money coming from, but thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I won't. Yeah. I won't complain. to me more than this whole world are you could ever be he's been so good he's been so good he's been so good so good so good so good so good so He ever stop you from crying? Turn my midnight in today.
all over the room open your mouth and worship lift your hands and bless them in this place Come on, say, my hallelujah. My hallelujah. 
From the bottom of your heart, lift your voice. My hallelujah. simply say, you deserve it. Real simple, say it, church. From the bottom of your heart, tell the Lord, you deserve it, Lord, yeah. say, all of the glory, Everything I give you, Lord, everything I owe you, Lord, it belongs to you. Y'all got it now? Come on, say it. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Everybody lift your hands right here and say, yeah.
Tribute. If he did it before, he could do it again. Same God right now. Amen. That's a beautiful track by Ty Tribute. You know, he's a talented artist. And we're going to go ahead and go into our interview, y'all. And we have on the phone, y'all, introducing to few, reintroducing to others, Miss Jessica Smith, y'all. Everybody, welcome her. 
Hello, hello to the Anointed Radio Network team. Amen. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> say amen. Okay. I just started rocking back and forth. The top of my head, so, you know. <laughs> so I, we're going to start with Pastor Jay's famous icebreaker question. And the icebreaker question I had for you, I was contemplating on it, but I'm going to go with the with the weather today. What is your favorite frozen treat during summer? Mm, I am, um, a, I was born and raised in Mississippi, but I'm a South Louisiana girl. So it's snowballs. Some people call them snow cones, but in this neck of the woods where I'm from, we call them snowballs. So that's my favorite. But you got to put some what they call cream, but it's really condensed milk. So mm. although it's sweet, it makes it even sweeter. Yeah, it's mm. not healthy, um, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> you didn't taught me yeah. something. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Amen. You know, it yeah, was... y'all come on down this way. We'll get you some snowballs. <laughs> okay. We have drive through snowball stands here. Oh, so I got wow. You. Drive through snow. Okay. I'm serious about these snowballs. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny. I my my favorite was when um, when I was a kid. My grandmother used to force me to. You heard it right. Force me to, from Houston, uh, from Oakland, California, to on the Greyhound to Houston. That's a two day mm. and a half drive, six hours, it, with the extra expense of tra uh, transfers. Yes, and we used to wow. eat top ramen, and and had a hot chocolate and drink water. Man, I felt like fasting for Tuesdays, oh, wow. but. <laughs> One thing I My liked goodness. is I'm, when I got to the South for the first time as a child, I learned about the candy lady. Candy lady oh, yes. found out my candy lady was related to me. That was my yeah. cousin. And the candy oh, lady oh, made yeah. cool Welcome. cups. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> yes. what is cool cups? And then uh -huh. I, I was like, it's frozen Kool Aid and it's a quarter. And I was like, oh, can I get a yeah. dollar? And that's what. <laughs> So I would go there and get me my little bag of chips for 50 cents and like two cool cups. Yeah, those are the best. Oh, yeah. And so you had to hook up because she was family too? Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. So, mm -hmm. Staying on memory lane. That was good old days. So we want to um, kind of have you just break down. You already kind of said your hometown, but kind of elaborate more your hometown and your ministry that you come out of. Definitely. Yeah, I am from Poplarville, Mississippi. That's my hometown. I live in Slidell, Louisiana now, which is right outside of New Orleans. Um, and my ministry is Kingdom Empowerment Ministries. That's the name of it. Um, and our motto is empowering a generation of kingdom ambassadors. Mm -hmm. um, so we have been super blessed. And we're only six years old, though. The Lord gave it to me six years ago. My church is Life Church in New Orleans, and we have four different campuses. Um, so I'm under my pastor, Pastor Mays Warren Jr., and so my, my ministry is covered by him and by the church. But we have been super blessed to travel to um, re from the releasing our first book to hosting an annual conference where hundreds of women show up to be empowered. Uh, we've hosted a Save and Single event. Uh, we've done webinars on financial literacy. So we are just kind of out there making sure, you know, that we are led by God and, and empowering and helping people as much as possible. Wow. Wow. Amen. Well, you know, um, I just wanted to first say, I hope you guys weren't too affected by Hurricane, I think it was Barry. Because we were yes, definitely yes. praying for everybody that was going through Hurricane Barry. 
Thank you. And we could feel the prayers because it was not even almost what, and it was sort of sensationalized by the media. Um, but it definitely was, we are so grateful that we, I don't even know if we got a lot of rain during the hurricane. The, the majority of the rain came before the hurricane, actually. Mm. Um, so there was some flooding like a couple of days before. Um, but actually, the actual hurricane, we were so blessed that this was, I kept saying, cause I'm, because I'm from, you know, from this area, I kept saying, this doesn't even feel like hurricane, like what's going on? Mm. So we were blessed and there must've been some prayers going up because it was nothing like we're accustomed to. Mm. Yeah, because I think everybody's still shocked with all these hurricanes from Maria to Sandy to Hurricane Ike. I thought Hurricane Ike was the funniest name ever, though, because when I think of Ike, Ike. I think of Ike Turner. <laughs> yeah, that don't even sound right, does it? <laughs> and, and then um, they had, and especially like last year, last year, something, that was weird, having they, those those three hurricanes going back to back to back through the, the Carolina, not even the Carolina, I think it was going through the Caribbean and coming up. Mm. And we just been praying for that side of, the earth because man that's the reason why yeah. i moved back the, to the west coast the i could deal with earthquakes working. but okay. tornadoes and hurricanes and and all the animals and bugs want to want to get you nah I'm, i stay on this side yeah of the earth. yeah and, and i guess because we're from this area we're just used to right. it now now see an earthquake is that makes me want to pray in the holy ghost like for real because <laughs> the thought of, of the earth just shaking like yeah. no warning because you know we get to prepare for hurricanes Right, that's true. You know, so yeah, you gotta think of it like it, like a special treat. An earthquake. When I was a kid, I always thought it was for for little little poor kids like me to feel like we had the vibrating bed that you can't afford because back Ah. then it was expensive. (laughs) So you're like, oh, my bed is shaking. Uh oh, I got a vibrating bed. It's I'm fancy. Mm -hmm. I had to pay a quarter or nothing for that thing. You better put a spin on it. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Smith, you said that your ministry is like six years old. What inspired you to start your ministry? How did it come about? My great question. Uh, my previous pastor, he's deceased, um, Pastor Buddy Peters. He was in in the pulpit one Sunday, and he spoke directly to me. He said, Jessica, he said, let me tell you something. Where there is no opportunity, you create one. And um, he was more like a father to me, really, really was a a father figure, helped me make major decisions in my life from marriage to moving to all of that. And so after that, I saw that there was a need um, for, especially in the the area where I'm from, there's a need for, let me me explain it to you this way, where I'm from, Uh women don't preach in the pulpit. Um, women are not respected in ministry at all, even to this day, still. Mm. So I knew for me, my assignment, part of my assignment was for other women to see, um, the call of God on a female and her doing something that was, uh, maybe frowned on traditionally in the area where we're from. But the Lord told me something. He said, never defend your gender. Let them see your fruit. So out of all of that over the years, um, I can see how things are changing and transitioning, how the perception of the call of God on my life is changing, even, you know, in that area where they're able to see God is with her and God is doing these things through her. So, you know, my, like I said, my previous pastor, he was instrumental 
and me going forth. Even one of his daughters is that, well, actually all his daughters are like that. Um, we're go-getters. He right. was a trailblazer. He was a trendsetter. And he, he imparted that into us. Right, right. And could you just tell me a little, okay, this is my second question. So could you tell me a little bit more about the Daughters of the King Conference? How did that, how did you establish that? How long has it been up? And what's the, what's the yeah. focus of it? That is a conference. Actually, I used to do college ministry at the Grambling State University. Hey. So while I was serving in that area, um, we started a Bible study for women called Daughters of the King. And so that's, that's where it got its origin. Okay. And then it grew from there. So then I moved to South Louisiana and, um, the Lord pricked my heart to start up the conference again. Mm. Um, and so we did, it kind of did it by faith and, um, it is definitely a holistic approach. We deal with the spiritual side, but we also want to deal with the practical side, the emotional side, right. you know, the right. mental side, all of that. So we have been super blessed, um, We've been doing it in Mississippi for the first time this year. We took it to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So we were kind of on the road this year. And it is such a blessing to see how hundreds of women over these years have been positively affected uh, by the ministry. And, you know, then I'm able to bring in some of my amazing sisters who are heavy hitters in the kingdom to to pour into these women. And it is just a time like no other. Like we have, it's so, even with my staff, we focus on love love on everybody that comes in the door um, because you never know what a person's going through. So we are, I call it the the sister and the sister and are able to come together and pour into these women. Well, you know, it's crazy that you said you have to watch who, you know, how you treat everybody that comes to the door because you don't know if that's an angel sent to you. You know, that, that's right. uh, it says in the Bible that, you know, angels came to Solomon Gomorrah and got beat up on, Mm-hmm. They, they got mistreated and you got to think about that so if an angel came to you and instead of you welcoming this person you looking this angel up and down because you don't know how they might present themselves they could present That's themselves right. as a homeless person it was, it was crazy um i always quote this sermon but it's been so impactful for me um little richard had a sermon he talked about he was driving in the middle of the desert i think he's coming to las vegas to perform and he saw this man that was just walking very tall african-american man just walking in the middle of the desert and he they was lost and he he asked asked the person hey where you know where is blah 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 and he told him and he and then they drove off and then when he thought about it he's like man let me give him a ride you know i'm in this limo and he out there walking he said when he turned around he was gone Mm. Mm-hmm. You, and hmm. you never know when angels are coming to give you a message or to guide that is you so true. and to be able to intercede for you. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're, they're not going to look like what we think. Right. Right. They would. I was with my, my spiritual parents in Natchez, Mississippi, and we were with Bishop Tudor Bismarck last week um, doing some leadership training. And he was talking about how there's an, uh, a man at their church. He said he knows that that individual is an angel. Wow. And um, it is just to sit and hear him talk about that experience. Um, 
And before he even, you know, knew that that individual was an angel, he, they were already, uh, you know, attending to them, seeing after him, making sure he was well and all of that. Then it was revealed. You know, so I'm wondering how would that situation have gone if they would have looked at him and just been like, ah, push him to the side, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and they, then they would have even had the opportunity to know that this was an angel that was sent specifically for him. And, you know, what's crazy is that I, I know a person personally that went through a situation where he had a stroke in front of a grocery store Mm. and he said this older gentleman out of nowhere came and was coming and helped him and he remember the paramedics coming and everything and then when he looked around to say who helped him he was gone Mm. wow Wow. see wow you might think you by yourself but you got coverage god sends angels to watch over you for a reason so it's just like we have to watch how we treat people and how it, it don't matter who they are, you know, because first mm-hmm. of all, the Bible mm-hmm. says that we should have peace among all men. Mm-hmm. And it, you can't sit in, I guess you could say, judge and look at people any type of way because you don't know who they are in the first place. Just that's like true. we was talking about our That's Not Nice segment where right. this Caucasian gentleman came up to this nine month pregnant african-american woman at Publix in georgia and and called her all out her name and and not know that she's the georgia legislator wow so it's it's, it's, you gotta watch who you speak on because you don't know who god is touched or god is covering so true so true the lord touch my anointed as they say good morning morning, miss smith this is coach here and uh I was just thinking back about, uh, you know, my childhood. I remember I went to church in Mississippi once, and the sermon was about women not preaching. One of the few times I've been to church in my life as a young young person. And uh, what do you think has to change? Because that was over 24 years ago that I heard that sermon. So what do you think has to change, not, not in Mississippi, but just in uh, the South period for lady pastors to be accepted? Oh, excellent question. It's going to have to be, um, I always go by this thing that minds um, are like parachutes. They work better when they're open. So I think that there has to be an openness in reference to the reapproach to scripture and reading it and studying it. Um, you know, because my thing is, you know, if we want to use the scripture that says a woman should be silent, that means she should not be teaching Sunday school. That means she should not be doing your announcements. Yep. That means she should not be your choir director yep. <laughs> or right. any of that because she's not supposed to have authority. Or bam, any so, bam. You're, putting, you know, you're hitting them on the head like, bam, bam. <laughs> there ain't supposed to be no yes. first ladies coming up and singing before you preach. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> but you know what's, exactly. what, what gets me, um, my spiritual father. Um, Pastor M.T. Thompson out of Mount Zion, out of Berkeley, uh, said it, broke it down because he had uh, kind of like one of those, you know, when all the pastors get in front and it was like a Bible study, but it was uh, like an open forum where people start asking questions and ask the pastor, I've been thinking about this. I wonder about this. And they bring biblically about, you know, situations. And he said something. He said, if you look in Acts, he said, son, it says in the scriptures, I'm paraphrasing that sons and daughters will have visions and they will go out and speak the gospel. Mm-hmm. This was a vision in Acts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if you read that, because people don't realize when they were talking about women to be silent, they were talking about a, a cultural thing that is due still to that culture 
now to this day because that was law. See, people don't mm-hmm. look at the history of where the Bible was coming from, the culture. In the proper context, and, exactly. You know, what they said in the Hebrew might be, not be the same way that they said in the Greek. And mm-hmm. we just internalize it as, oh, well, that's how I think it should be. No, read it for what it was and know the pretense right. and the context. See, right. now I'm teaching. But I had to say that because right. I hear I hear that so much because my pastor is a female, yeah. is is a woman and I don't see no difference between that because instead of looking at gender look at what fruit you're following exactly. because if you're not exactly. growing you could be under a, a person that think he the best but then you ain't getting fed mm-hmm. okay so, okay because there's some men that are not called to pastor that are pastoring that's true <laughs> that's so, very true I'm, you know I'm, it goes I'm, I'm preaching ways. about that today in in second timothy <laughs> chapter four one through five you were talking about how the 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 bible talks about the spirit being poured out on our sons and our daughters yes. and um i'm actually teaching on that today myself because i have to teach a class this evening um at my church we have a seven-day revival that's starting called understanding the prophetic and so even back to the question that was asked to me there has to be an acceptance of the prophetic for there to be revelation mm. of scripture and I, I think a lot of times those individuals are lacking that um, aspect or lacking that 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 gift, I should say, um, or even receiving it so that they can be prophetic so that they can get revelation of the scripture. Because it's what is the Lord saying to us now? You know, I know that happened then, but what is the Lord speaking to us through that particular scripture right now? And I, the the big the biggest thing is too you gotta know your Bible. If you don't know the Bible, then how you just going based off tradition. There's a difference between exactly. what God said and what the tradition you are used to. And a lot of people exactly. try to put that as one, but it's like no, what does God say? And then you pick and choose. Because I've always seen, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm gonna tell on myself. So when I was younger, I got tattoos. I got like 14 of them, and because mm-hmm. I was a rebellious church going teenager. And they were talking about, you should not mark your body and all that stuff. And I said, if you read that same context, you're not supposed to shave your beard either. Exactly. Exactly. And it's exactly. if you look at those, that same context of what they were talking about, it was trying to, Moses was trying to make the difference between God's people and the pagans that were down there because he didn't want them to look the same. They didn't want mm-hmm. people to confuse. See, and that's something we deal with the church nowadays. People are confused because they see saints acting like pagans, right. acting like okay. sinners. And you're like, you go to church? Right. You call yourself a, <laughs> the, the right. most famous line, you call yourself a Christian? <laughs> and yeah. it's like, that, that was the whole reason Moses was saying make your distinct differences between those two sets of people because mm-hmm. you don't want to confuse no mess with God. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I um I used to be one of those who's like, oh my God, I need tattoos and oh my God, what is going on in the church? Because I, I used to be my you know, I, I I could be a bit legalistic in my past, thank God for freedom. Um <laughs> until I had to realize, you know what? And some of the stuff that I've done, I'm just thanking God for grace and mercy every single day. Right. Um, I can't. I can't live by the law. I, I, I thank God for grace because it would have. I would be one of those who was straight on my way to hell for the some of the things I've thought about, some of the things I've said, some of the places that I've been. So it just gives me a greater appreciation for the grace <laughs> and the mercy of Christ. 
Right, because you know, and if you go by Old Testament, there's a whole lot of us that should not be here because if you would have sent back then, it's over. That's right. You That's don't get right. no redemption. You don't get nothing. It was over. And you, and mm-hmm. even certain sacrifices wouldn't even help you out. Right. You'd be like, okay, let me go get a goat. You know, let me go get let me go get a lamb. Let me go get something, a burnt offering. And then you burn it. You're like, mm-hmm. and God like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Because right. even and, and, if it, and if it wasn't a physical death, it could have been a death to your purpose and your blessing. Just like David, yes. if you look at David in the scripture when he did the whole thing with Bathsheba, you know he was saying, you know, my favor is off you now, and it will go to yeah. your son. And that's devastating right there. That's like saying, man, I was gonna give you all this, mm-hmm. but now you ain't getting it because you done messed up. So mm-hmm. it's gonna mm-hmm. go to your son. And if you look at wow. the text, it's crazy because David had to go through a Saul moment by seeing that his favor was lost because of disobedience. And now his son was going to gain everything. But it, the difference was now this was his blood. See, with Saul, it mm-hmm. wasn't his blood. So it wasn't like he like, man, this random kid came up and he going to take my kingdom. Now, <laughs> now, because of David's sin, David had to watch his son grow up and know that everything that God has promised David is going over to his son. So Lisa kept it in the bloodline, but it still could be something where he's sitting there envious, like, man, I lost it from a mistake, and yeah. now my son is going to grow up and everything. So it, it, it's a catch-22 to it, but I always look at the Bible of like how generational curse is kind of set in if you look at that situation because mm-hmm. even – Solomon had issues. If you look at right. um, Songs of Solomon and and Proverbs, Solomon he he got influenced by a woman to worship other gods and everything. That's so it. That's so it. It, it just, just shows like you, just like his daddy. Like so, it's like. And then it makes me think about when you said that, Pastor Jay, about the even. Um, um, I was listening to you. I, I forgot who it was last week was talking about how. Just you know, it's possible possibly that David was not Jesse's, or I'm sorry, was was by an illegitimate woman, or you know that it, that that little situation could have been a little shaky there. You know, like why would you call everybody in? He asked for your sons, but you leave J- David out there in the field. Like, what are you trying to hide with him? Well, so, you know that go- that was crazy. I, I just read that pretense. So what happened was um, when David's mama, she actually said, "You should be with." Um, my handmaiden, you know, kind of the same thing, some Sarah situations. And and what happened mm-hmm. was the handmaid was like, uh-uh, he too, oh, mm-mm, no, I'm good. And he still thought he was going to be with the handmaiden, um, but he actually was with David's mama because she wasn't at that time the the culture that they were supposed to, you know, have babies with and all that different stuff. Mm-hmm. And But mm-hmm. the handmaid was of that culture and, and everything like that. Paraphrase and read it on your own. But um, when he actually, you know, kind of did that whole Abraham situation, he was actually with his wife. And mm-hmm. that was David's mama. But he still felt like it was illegitimate. I think I'm saying it flipped. Yes, the thing I am mm-hmm. saying to flip, mm-hmm. but what it, what it, what the sense of it is, he felt like that was an outside child, a child that wasn't worthy, right. that wasn't. But at at the actual end, he was. Right, so. right, right, You're right. And the rejection that's connected to that, you know, and to deal with the the ramifications of feeling rejected, that we can pass on from generation to generation. Well, he was going through a Joseph moment, if you really think about it. 
Mm. He was going through a Joseph yeah. moment where er, his brothers and everybody seemed to be more better qualified than than he was, and and had to be outside. And it seems like every time, if you look at those situations from Joseph to David, they were always outside doing something, doing the work yeah. while the brothers is, you know, just chilling. The older brothers, oh, they, he's stronger, he's taller, whatever it was, and and that just shows you that God don't look at your attributes; He looks at your fruit. Exactly. He looks exactly. at what 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 yep. faithfulness. What's you know keeping it simple. What what are you doing to better the kingdom? So I don't know why we ended up That's preaching it. today, but I, I, I just, <laughs> somebody must have needed that. Amen. It, <laughs> so one thing I wanted to kind of have you say is like, what are some upcoming projects or you know conferences, books, anything that you have coming up? Well, you know what? I guess you all will be the first to hear this. We released the date. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is some exclusive information. So everybody hold, hold, hold your horse, okay? Because it's going to be good. But <laughs> our Daughters of the King Conference, we have not even released the date yet. So we're telling everybody just put a pin on February 28th and February 29th. And the theme this year is leap. So this is a leap year. Next year's 2020 is a leap year. And um, so we're going to have more information coming out about that, nice. about the, uh, the, the this 2020 conference. We usually just say the OK 2020, like whatever year it is, um, Daughters of the King. And then we have a, a DOK pop up that's coming in Hattiesburg, Mississippi on August the 10th. Uh, we are have been started those back in reference to the pop ups. So the theme for this one is hashtag no filter. So it's going to be, yeah, we're keeping it all the way real. People have been submitting questions like tattoos, um, drinking, um, you know, ha dressing as a woman of God, what's appropriate, what's not. So we're about to keep it all the way real. Um, so that's coming up. I'll probably be within the next six months releasing an ebook on emotional manipulation. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? We're cooking around here. It's, you know, <laughs> <that's a lot. laughs> It's a lot of great things that are going on. So, but usually leading up to the conference, we kind of slow up just a little bit so that we can focus on the conference. Right. So, Amen. And so, yes. last question, where can everybody find you? Everybody can find me on social media. That's the easiest way for me. Me and my team try to respond to DMs, to IMs, whatever you want to call it. But it's at Jessica Smith, CEO. Um, and also, and I have a podcast too. I left that out. I forgot about that part is that we have a podcast as well, but all of that information at Jessica Smith, CEO, they can follow me because um, we're posting all the time so that everybody can stay plugged in and stay connected. Well, amen. Well, you know, since you've just been on anointed radio network and you have a podcast, go ahead. We definitely have to talk after offline to see Let's maybe some syndication that. out of Mississippi. I always think of okay. when I hear Mississippi, how I, I remember how I learned how to spell it. Mrs. M, Mrs. I, Mrs. S, S, I, Mrs. I, Mrs. And my crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I hump back, hump back. That's yeah. how I learned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. yeah. That's how I learned. Yeah. Me too. That, that, that's crazy. I learned it from Matilda, but okay, y'all learned it a different way. So... <laughs> I want to just say, um, first of all, thank you for taking the chance to come on to Anointed Radio Network, Las Vegas, 
very own gospel station, award-winning at that. I always have to put that out there. Let Las Vegas yes. out there know we out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? Shining, 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 about. shining. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you all so much. Thank for you, Miss Smith. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and if there's anything that you ever need, just let us know. We'll definitely promote it. We'll definitely, you know, um, be there for you. Now you got family and good old Las Vegas. So if you're going to have a conference, let us know. If you ever need host, there's three of us in this room. Let us know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just keep us posted. Well, this is a great connection because I believe in collaboration. So thank you all so much. Amen. Thank you for coming on the show. God bless. Yes. Amen. So that Amen. was Miss Jessica Smith. Definitely go follow Miss Jessica Smith, CEO, at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all social media platforms and Cletus he slid in there real fast huh? man <laughs> I, I, I've been finding him five dollars for like four weeks he, he, he was like I was he was ready at the board just saw how he was looking at me he was like <laughs> got got to moving the baddest piano player in Las Vegas well Cletus, 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 Cletus. I need, I need, I need that that sound bit so I can. Cletus, 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 Cletus. Cletus. <laughs> Amen. So this is Pastor Jay, and I want you, everybody to remember the Anointed Summer Party is next Sunday, y'all, July twenty eighth, Rancho High School, six p.m. Doors open at five thirty. Tickets go for twenty dollars. Vendor booths go for a hundred dollars. VIP go for one fifty gonna be a great experience we got uh miles minnick latasha mccall uh marietta clay we got um latoya Wast, uh walker we got chris johnson um we got pastor jay and tom we got the hostess <laughs> i like how i slipped myself in and then we got uh as hosts erica nicole one of the anointed member team members and we got mr pastor's couch himself doctor pastor bishop all them titles he gonna get i'm speaking <laughs> into existence um as he said <laughs> um pastor ad pearson <laughs> so Definitely check it out, Anointed Summer Party. You can go to anointedradionetwork.com and get your tickets, or you could go to anointedsummerparty.eventbrite.com and get your tickets. And if you cannot go, make sure you just go donate to help somebody else because you don't never know what blessing you you might have caused with a seed to get somebody in the room to be able to hear what they might need because it will be a great word, a great song. A great message. Amen. So this is Pastor Jay, and I want you to know that you are not overlooked. You're just getting ready to be prepared to be put in the front. Just be patient, because patient brings greatness. And never doubt yourself. Always remember you were made for a purpose, and you're going through what you're going through for a reason. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. And just remember, enjoy the journey. And this is Coach. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And you can find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. And uh, just remember, patience is a talent.
that a lot of people don't have. See y'all on Wednesday.